plug those headphones in. It's time for Ireland's only interactive podcast, the multi-award winning Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. You're very welcome to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy, recorded live at our studio at the White Sands Hotel in Port Marnock in North County, Dublin. Now, before I let you know what we want to talk about on this latest edition of Opinions Matter, I want to give a huge shout out to our current show sponsors, Land of Light. Now, Land of Light is Ireland's biggest outdoor light show. It is an awesome experience. And your kids will love it if you bring them. Prepare to be wowed. Prepare to be amazed. Prepare to be blown away. The Land of Light Illuminated Walking Trail is like nothing else in Ireland. Set in the beautiful grounds of Belvedere House Gardens and Park in County Westmead, just outside Mullingar, only a 50-minute drive from uh, Dublin, uh, Land of Light is not to be missed. It opens on the 10th of November and runs right through until the 23rd of December. Um, As I said, it's near Mullingar in County Westmeath. And as you make your way along the forest trail, the night sky, trees and buildings are lit up by a spectacular light show. You'll meet Ireland's biggest LED Santa and see his Santa bus, listen to uh, the jungle beat and sing along with all the illuminated animals and walk with the brightest and most colourful dinosaurs and be transported to other worlds with the atmospheric music to complete the scene. I can't recommend Land of Light, Land of Light enough. It uh, returns on the 10th of November and runs right through until the 23rd of December over the weekends um, in that uh, period of time. But if you want to get tickets, you want to get onto the website fairly quickly because they are selling. They're selling very well and sometimes slots are booked up. Visit landoflight.ie for tickets. So what do we want to talk about on this latest Opinions Matter podcast? We were contacted by uh, one of our listeners yesterday who had just returned home from a weekend away in a Dublin hotel uh, with his better half. Yep. And he basically says the, the weekend was ruined. Now, I'm going to play his, uh, his voice note in a second. Now, it's quite long, uh, but worth listening to because he explains the whole story um, really, really well. And um, basically, this particular four-star hotel on the south side of Dublin is housing, we understand, homeless people and asylum seekers and or refugees. And this man... So, so what, by the way? Well, this guy's uh, basically saying it ruined his stay. I know, but blaming refugees for you about hotel stay is... that's Well, you have a listen to his message in a second. Um so we want to find out, have you had a similar experience or is this guy just uh, should be ashamed of himself even giving out about uh, the fact that there were homeless and or uh, refugees staying in the uh, now, hotel as well? Can we just say as well, before we came uh, on air to record this podcast, we did ring the hotel. The, the hotel, which we're not going to name at the moment because the last thing we need is loony uh, fascists queuing up outside, protesting outside, refugees out, refugees out. Um, it's in South County Dublin It's a lovely hotel I've stayed there myself many times In fact uh, We were very close to booking this hotel uh, For our kids communion Earlier on this year It's a lovely hotel uh, I've eaten there many many times I've never uh, had a problem with it We rang the hotel Just before we came on to record this podcast And Adrian asked uh, At the reception He said he wanted to book a hotel there And he asked 
the receptionist who was taking the bookings, um, do you have uh, asylum seekers or refugees staying in the rooms there? And your man refused to answer the question, which is fair enough, it's GDPR. No, you, it's not, you doesn't have to tell. I don't think there should be... But I wasn't asking about one single individual, I was asking in, in broad terms. Well, I think it's ridiculous, and I think anybody that agrees that hotels should have to advertise whether or not um, they have refugees or asylum seekers staying in it. It's, that's disgusting. Because we're, we're, we're going back to 60s America, segregation, no blacks, no blacks. Would you expect a hotel to tell you if um, travellers were staying there? As no. In? No. What? No, I wouldn't, no. No, so what's the, what's well, the difference? Well, this guy um, is arguing that you should be able to ring a hotel or there should be some sort of a register that you can see XYZ Hotel, have they got um, refugees, asylum seekers or homeless people staying there? This is what he's arguing. Okay. And now, I want to find out whether or not you think that's ridiculous. Well, it is you ridiculous. You clearly do. Okay, should I be... Okay, I want to stay in a hotel in Wexford at the weekend, yeah? Should be, I be able to... No, I wouldn't. I'm not of that mindset. Should I be able to ring that hotel in Wexford and say, do you have a traveller wedding there this weekend? I don't want to stay... I don't want to stay in your hotel if there's a traveller wedding taking place. We'd have a completely different conversation now. And people would be saying I'm anti-traveller, Yeah. No, is that fair enough? Yeah, no, it is fair enough. No, yeah. So should I? Well, I'm, I'm going to throw the question back to you and to the listeners. Should I be able to ring a hotel and ask them if there's a traveller wedding in the hotel that weekend that I want to book into? I'm not booking into okay, this. Okay, that's house. not what this conversation is about. No, no, I just no, want to no, make no, sure. I just want to be no, clear. No, yes, but it's, it's about people, the, the arrogance. The arrogance of people assuming that they should know everybody that is staying in, in the hotel. He's not like, asking for everybody. He's, he believes that in general terms, you should be able to find out whether or not Hotel A is part of a programme uh, housing mm-hmm. uh, asylum seekers, refugees or the homeless. That's all he's asking. I don't get why. He's not asking for their names. I don't get why. Well, have a listen to his message. Now, as I said, it's long enough. It's about two and a half minutes long. uh, But he explains the whole situation uh, very well. Have a listen, if you will, please, uh, to this. Hey, lads. Just something for you. Me and the missus, we went away this Halloween. Bank holiday weekend. Stayed in a hotel in Dublin. Pretty much it was turned out to be the, well, I think, anyway, the hotel from hell. Straight to it, like there should be um, a way you can find out if the hotel you're staying in and you're paying through the roof, like, you know, the, the prices that are, uh, to go away for the weekend now in Ireland is ridiculous. But there should be a way of finding out if that hotel is part of pretty much, you know, a housing program or a refugee program. Because as paying guests, you're basically treated like these people that are on these programs. And I know what you're going to say, that they are, everyone should be treated the same. They're not. You know, it's not. The world is not as simple as that. They're not. We're not. You're not treated as the same. And I just felt like we were treated as paying guests. One of these couples that are on the housing program. Like one example, like the attitude the staff have towards it, they look all fed up. They look, they look like they've all been dragged through a bush. They probably ran off their feet, you know, and they haven't got much time. In all fairness, and they haven't got probably much time to focus on the paying guests themselves and treat them, you know, that little bit different, maybe, you know. Like just, you know, no tea or coffee in the rooms because the stuff was being robbed, you know what I mean? Um, our room clearly was somebody or a family or whatever, or I don't know who, but was living out of the room itself. Like it was in a, sh- like a shit state. Sorry to use the language, but it was in a shit state. You know, grime in the shower. This is a four-star hotel, you know, in South Dublin. Like, you know, honestly, like you're walking around the hotel and you might as well be walking down the middle of a Connell Street. Like you're paying, you're paying through 
the roof for this hotel and uh, you don't want to feel like like you're sleeping on the side of a doorway in the middle of O'Connor Street you know what I mean like you don't need hear that you don't be seeing that especially when you're a paying guest you know and you're 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 going away for a weekend to enjoy yourself and unwind you know what I mean but there should be a way you can look up you know look up before you book the hotel before you pay you know that, that amount of money to stay away and maybe just look it up just just this hotel is part of this program blah 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 okay maybe I might avoid that you know felt like we escaped from our, from our weekend away rather than enjoyed it you know just want to see probably what you what you lads think um, maybe I could be completely off the mark I don't know maybe I should just hold my tongue and, and you know Right, thanks lads Alright, there you go uh, That's his message Sorry I had a, a bad weekend I'll be looking for the money back um, But To say that hotels Should be able to Have to advertise this And we're taking no, Not program. that they should have to advertise But you should be able To get the information somehow That's his argument That you should be able To go online Onto a website That will show you uh, What hotels are taking part In uh, the programme To house the homeless And house uh, refugees Or asylum seekers That's all he's asking oh, That's ridiculous that's ridiculous. Oh eight five eight two five twenty six twenty six is our WhatsApp number. If you would like to get involved in this, let me kick off with uh, with you, Brian. You're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Brian? How are you guys? Uh, good, thanks, Brian. Well, what did you want to say on this? I mean, look, I've seen a couple of these hotels who have asylum seekers, and you know, they're definitely not one hundred percent asylum seekers. There are people there who are taking an opportunity through whatever circumstances they have in their life to jump on the bandwagon, get to Ireland, get a free room, get a social welfare check, get a free house, or whatever it is. Because like I, I've seen a hotel recently in Dungarvan, which is completely taken over by refugees. Um, it was put aside by the government, and it was put aside for Ukrainian refugees. And 100%, they are not all Ukrainian refugees. So, like, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it's a certain caliber of people who have gone about, got out of their way to to avail of an opportunity here, and 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 once they get in, it's it's rack and ruin because the hotel in question that's there is 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 going to be sort of in by the time you know two or three years have passed, and the hoteliers that are there are happy enough because. They're booked out 100% of the year, so it's an accounting stream. I can see why uh, certain hotels are uh, involved in the in these programmes because, as you said, it's guaranteed income, um, housing, either asylum seekers, refugees or the homeless, it's, it's guaranteed income. Uh, I think part of the problem here is uh, if the hotel is being used for both um, paying guests and uh, people that are part of uh, of these programs for homelessness or for uh, asylum seekers. I think that's what the issue is here. Uh, and quite rightly so, because I mean, it's, you know, if you go to a hotel that's even fifty fifty or there, of you know, these people are not in the area for 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 leisure or anything like that. They're hanging around the hotel. They're sitting in the lobby. They're sitting in the front door smoking because there probably there's nothing else to do. And, you know, the appearance is not great and people are going to get intimidated, you know, who are, who are there to genuinely, you know, they're genuinely for leisure circumstances or otherwise. Okay, so his um, argument was that, uh, that he should be able to find out in advance whether a hotel is part of a program housing the homeless uh, or refugees. Do you think there should be such a, a, a database, basically? Absolutely. I mean, well, 
there should be a mechanism, definitely. Like nowadays in hotels, you know, if there's anything wrong, even if, you know, air conditioning, somebody can work it, somebody's got to get, you know, a discount or their money back or otherwise. But the hotels are just lining themselves up here for for people looking for their money back, you know, or a discount on a room that has been actually genuinely paid for. So, like, to, 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 to not disclose it is is, is a complete mistake. Okay, but is, is it not because discrimination, people... though, to uh, to have a register saying, you know, uh, this hotel is part of this programme um, and, you know, you're tipping people off? Is, is it not discrimination? It's information. I don't think it's discrimination. You know, you're giving people an option to make a choice here. And that, that's Jeremy, you, you, you described it yourself as discrimination. Well, I did, and I think if we were talking about, now we're talking about asylum seekers and refugees here, if we were talking about homeless families, there would be a completely different reaction on the No, but he is talking about homeless com- families as well. He is talking about homeless families as well. Okay, yeah, but the main thrust of this, ar- the main thrust of this argument is about uh, homeless people, or is about refugees and asylum seekers. And if I came on today on this podcast and said, Lads, I was away for the weekend and uh, oh my God, I had the worst weekend ever. I was in Wexford, booked a lovely hotel with the family. It was a terrible weekend. Why was it, Jeremy? Because there was home Irish homeless families there. There was homeless kids sli- swimming in the same swimming pool as my kids. Oh my God, it was disgusting. Can you imagine the backlash? No, there would be uproar. There would yeah, be so, uproar. So, but, but, but Brian, you still believe that we should be able to get this information as to whether or not a particular hotel is taking part in a, in a programme to either house uh, refugees or the homeless. We should be able to get that information. Absolutely, because, like, you know, let's be honest here, guys. You know, if you did a survey of 100 people who turned up to the front door of this hotel and they didn't know in advance that it was actually 50 or 60 or 70% refugees, they'd probably turn around and go back out the door. So, like, why hide the information in the first place? You're just giving them the, the information. Term. How is that discriminatory? Okay, now, no, uh, you know. I, I did, as we said a minute ago, I did actually ring the hotel before we started recording this podcast, uh, the hotel that that man stayed in, and they would not tell me. They would not answer yes or no um, as to whether or not they were part of a program to house refugees or uh, homeless people. He, the, the guy on reception point blank refused to answer the question. So if I was going... Going to stay uh, there. Because, uh, like I, I, I work with hoteliers every day of the week. Like we, we, I do surveys in hotels, you know, conditional surveys and all that kind of thing for acquisition and stuff like that. Hoteliers are ruthless. You know, they will slice their grandmother's throat for, for, to fill a bedroom, you know. So like, if they have a quota of certain number of beds that they have to give to the public for whatever reason, or they have a quota that they've only got six, 50%, you know, beds for refugees, they do anything in their power whatsoever, and that is deniability and everything else to make sure that they they fill those beds. And then okay, so you, so you, the, you believe the, that we do we should have a right to access a database that will show all of the uh, hotels in the country that are a part of one of these housing programs. I think that's probably a step too far, but I think if you ring up an app, they should they should disclose the information. You know, a day, I think a, a database is probably a step too far, but. Uh, certainly, if you ring up and say, you know, are you part of, a part of the government's housing program for refugees? They should say, yes, we are, you know. Okay, well, as I said, I rang that particular hotel in South Dublin uh, just before we started recording this, and he would not answer the question. Um, stay there for a second. Let me Probably go to. Boss, not yeah, no, I, I reckon so. Uh, let me go to Dara. You're on Opinions Matter. Hi, Dara. Hi. 
Yeah. Well, Dara, should we have a right to uh, know whether a hotel is part of a housing programme for either refugees or the homeless? No, it's, I've never heard anything more stupid being spoken about in my life. I mean, where do you draw the line then? Okay, then do you get information to like how many men are staying in the hotel in case you're a woman staying alone, if there's travellers staying in a hotel? All these things are discriminatory by nature. Like it's none of our business what the hotel, like, you know, who the hotel is letting in. If you want it, if you're staying in a hotel, that's your choice. Pick a nice hotel then, but don't. Well, like, I have to say, Dara, this guy did pick a nice hotel. This is a nice hotel. It's a four-star hotel on the south side of Dublin. It's a nice hotel. Uh, but his stay was ruined by the fact that staff are run off, rushed off their feet, that uh, they, they treat, they note uh, staff at bars. He said it was just awful. And it's all because the hotel is part of a programme uh, for housing refugees and the homeless. I mean, that, I suppose that's a different issue. If it's because, you know, he's not getting the service he provides, then I think he should get a refund if that's the case, you know. But I don't think that, I think it just opens the doors to discrimination if if it's like basically giving you an insight to what kind of people are staying in the hotel. Because you just don't know. You could be staying next to a psychopath. Um, it doesn't matter if they're refugees or not, you know. I don't I think just by nature of it being about refugees or asylum seekers makes it discriminatory. But, uh, but all you're asking, all you're asking is for information as to whether or not this particular hotel is part of any programme to house the homeless or asylum seekers. That's all. I just think that's so entitled. Like, what an entitled attitude, OK? Um, just before I book with you, can you please tell me if you're part of the scheme? It's not your business. Like, that's like asking, you know, agencies that are selling houses, you know, is there any, like, lower, I don't know, people on hack scheme in the state or something? It's none of your business. No, you're you're absolutely, you know? Dara is absolutely right. It's completely discriminatory. You say, you, when you go on holidays to, to America, Adrian, you're staying in a hotel with 5,000 rooms. Do you ask them at the desk, by the way, is there any people here who uh, carry guns? Uh, is there any black people here? I don't want to share a hotel with black people. Is there, are there any gay people here? I'm very religious. I don't want to be... I don't, Imagine going up to a hotel and saying, I don't want to stay in a room that's next to a gay couple who are having gay sex for my hotel break. Can you imagine the uproar over that? Okay, but all, he, said, all he's asking for so, is just to know whether so, or not the hotel is part of that programme. None of your, but it's none not, of your business. That's, yeah, that's so entitled. He has no right to know. It's none of his business. It's the hotel's business. It's, it is a business at the end of the day. They can do what they want. It's none of our business. And it is, by nature of that question, discriminatory. I'd go as far as saying racist as well to ask that. Exactly. I yeah. mean, if you, really, if you really don't want to have that problem, stay in a five-star hotel then. I guarantee you wouldn't have that problem in a five-star. Okay, but this is, as I said, um, Dara, this is a nice south side of Dublin four-star hotel. Four-star hotel, unfortunately, are only average these days. If you want to be guaranteed none of, I suppose, staff being run off their feet and high-class service, go for a five-star and don't be bitching. Dara, do me a favour and stay on the line there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. Should you have a right to know uh, whether or not there are uh, asylum seekers or refugees or homeless people being accommodated in the hotel that you want to stay in? Uh, Jess is not happy. I'm laughing at Jeremy there saying all oh, the ignorance, the ignorance, like, but, you know, a couple of weeks ago, Jeremy was saying, Jesus, I wouldn't be buying a home in Darrendale or I would be buying a home in Ballymun or Ballyferma, like, because of the, because of the crime rate and stuff like that. 
you know, and when he moved into his home, he wanted to see if the area was safe and stuff like that. I mean, shouldn't the same rules apply for when you want to stay in a hotel or some sort of resort? You want to make sure that everything is safe and stuff like that, especially if you're paying for it. Um, so, like, Jeremy, you're being a bit hypocritical now. It's Ireland's most talked about podcast. The only podcast with live callers and live debates. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit land of light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow and around each bend a new surprise for the eyes. Land of light is at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Land of light, opening Friday, November 10th. It's the Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian Kennedy and Jeremy Dixon. A podcast from Ireland with a difference. Now, Jeremy, just referring back to that message a moment ago, yeah, um, you're being a bit hypocritical. It was a ridiculous message. The big difference between buying a, ho- or buying a house where you're going to live and raise your kids for the rest of your life to staying in a hotel for one night. Like, Jesus, that's ridiculous to me even make that comparison. You have no right. When you stay in a hotel, it's a communal building. Yeah, it's a communal building you're staying in. And you're you've no access to any of the other guests' information that are saying that there could be rapists staying there, yeah. And as Dara said, uh, if you're a woman that's very nervous around men, do you do you check into a hotel and go, what percentage of your guests are male? Because I feel a bit nervous uh, around men. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Dara, um, I, I know you're still there. I want you to have a listen to uh, this message that came in to us from Helen. Have a listen to this. Hi, guys. I was working in a hotel in North County Dublin oh, about four weeks ago, and it was full of refugees. It made the night awful. They were touching my camera. They were touching everything that was put up, all the props, you name it, they were at it. I understand they have to be housed somewhere, but when they're there and there's something going on, like a wedding or something else, there should be some sort of rule that they can't come around the public areas to the point I would never go to that hotel again, not even for something to eat. Now, Helen, there you are. Sorry, um, Dara, Helen's message. What do you make of that? I mean, again... Would she be saying the same thing if it was just a drunk group of Irish lads on a stag touching her equipment or is it just because they were asylum seekers? You know, it's very hard to know if people are, you know, just annoyed because of the fact that they're asylum seekers or because of their behaviour. But I think in general, yeah, I agree. I mean, there shouldn't be allowed that interference when she's working at a hotel. Okay, so so her argument was that um, uh, refugees, asylum seekers should not be allowed into... Oh, well, because she had um, a bad experience with a couple... Into into the common areas of the hotel, into the bars and restaurants. I'd ask her to look at that video that's doing the rounds online over the last 48 hours of a hotel in Cork that staged a bingo event at the weekend and it was absolutely ransacked and uh, hang on I'm just trying to remember what the nationality of the people were having the riot in the hotel just leave it with me oh they were Irish I don't you, you, you have not got a right to dictate what guests a hotel takes in or not look how many hotels have got into trouble because they've turned down traveller weddings and stuff like that why can people not get, get this you can't have one rule oh because you know if it's Irish people um, that are causing mayhem oh they're okay but if they have, if they have brown skin don't put them near the hotel That's okay ridiculous. Trevor you're on Opinions Matter how are you Trevor how are you, Trevor? Now, uh, Trevor, should you have a right to know if a particular hotel is part of a program to house asylum seekers or refugees? Absolutely, absolutely, man. Uh, I have to go back to Jess's earlier voice now. I wouldn't buy in down there, like Bally Fame either, and I agree with Jamie, I wouldn't buy there either. 
But back to the hotel boys, if you're talking about refugees and the homeless and all that, yeah, I wouldn't be staying in a hotel like that either. And I have rang a few hotels in the past and I've gotten one or two answers out of some of them, but yeah, they're the ones I avoid, like the plague. So should you be able to, and like I said, I rang the particular hotel that we're talking about here today uh, earlier on and they would not answer the question. They just point blank refused to answer the question. And I imagine uh, a lot of hotels will not answer the question. Um, but you, do you think we have a right to know? Yeah, definitely, man. Like at the end of the day, there's one place up on the, uh, I don't know, am I allowed to name hotels here? No, not particularly, no, but go on anyway. Okay, there's one off the Belgrade Road. I'm not going to say which, because there is a few, but anyway, there's one up there synonymous for taking in refugees, and you couldn't pay me to stay there. Because at the end of the day, like, there's like the homeless people that are in there in these hotels, and all, they're not paying for the um, accommodation, so they're not going to really give a shit about how they act or how they treat the place, really. So why would I want to stay anywhere near them? I'm going to a hotel to relax, to have a nice relaxing time, and I'm not going to want these sorts of people around me. Okay, okay. Well, let me throw it back at you, Trevor. Um, no, known you from talking talking to you on the show over the last couple of years. I wouldn't want to be staying in the same hotel that you're staying in. I don't. Like, you sound a bit rough around the edges. You sound like you're a bit of a scanger. You sound like you'd be down and pints in the bar till all hours of the night. I wouldn't want to stay in the same hotel as you. So, have I got a right to ring up and? <laughs> No, you, you, no, so you can, no, no, you can laugh all you want. I'm um, sorry, Jamie. I'm only laughing because I probably drink three, four times a year. Okay. And well, that's only on special occasions. I don't actually drink. And even though I have on your podcast many a times been accused of bringing in drunk. Okay. But anyway, well, the move on. Okay, so uh, I, don't, I don't like the sound of you. You sound a bit rough, uh, Trevor, and I want to go away for a nice romantic weekend. I don't so what, you want to be able to ring the hotel and say, is Trevor staying there? No, I just want to say, is someone like Trevor, is there, is there, a, is there a fellow... A rough element. A rough element staying in this hotel. Is there people with flat Dublin accents there staying in this hotel? Yeah, well, that's like me saying, can I ring the hotel and ask, is there some jumped-up desk jockey that says diapers staying there? Yeah, but that's not going to offend totally you. different how I sound, lads. Trevor, let's just go back to the fundamental point here that you believe you should have you should have the right to know uh, if a hotel is part of a program to house asylum seekers and refugees because you believe that they don't care for where they live um, because it's not their own and therefore the standard of be affected. Is that really what you're saying? Well, yeah, because then at the end of the day, I wouldn't just say asylum seekers, I'd say people on the housing list and all that, because at the end of the day, they're not paying for the services, they're not paying to actually stay there. The government is looking after them in every extent of what they're doing. So why would they care about keeping, maintaining, or trying to relax in the place when other hotels are paying, other hotel guests, sorry, are paying through the arse to stay there? And again, I know Dara saying the four-star hotels aren't really that great anymore. They still cost a lot of money, especially in Dublin these days. It's cheaper to go to Portugal for the week than it is to stay in Dublin. And then you have these people just running the places down into the ground. They don't give a shit. A moment ago, we played a message from uh, Helen, and she wants to just respond again. Here we go. Yes, I would be saying the same thing about the hotel if it was a gang of lads that was having a stag or hens. But you kind of know those hotels that have stags and hens at them. This happened to be, and that would only be an odd weekend, stags and hens go. This would be every weekend until they find somewhere else for those people to be home. So, yes, I would say the same thing, but that wasn't the case. 
All right, thanks very much indeed. Uh, if you would like to get involved in this conversation, our number is 085-825-2626. As you could hear from uh, Trevor, he believes that you are entitled to know if a particular hotel is part of a programme housing asylum seekers or refugees so that you can make an informed uh, decision. That's really... Uh, and, uh, Tr- Trevor, that's your fundamental point, so that you can make an informed decision, basically. Well, yeah, uh, like at the end of the day, like it, it spreads out even into housing states. When you're not paying for something, you're not going to give a shit about it. So when you have all these houses on half rent, rent uh, supplements or whatever the hell they are, people just don't care about them. They're not looked after. They're not maintained. The gardens are in bits. They have shit all over the garden. Their windows are probably falling off. They have neck curtains up. And then you have people like this in hotels as well. So if they don't care, if it's not coming out of their pocket, not affecting them financially, why would they care? Oh, the government will look after us. The government does all this. It's the government's responsibility. I'm sick of hearing that people say blame the government. At the end of the day, yes, the government brought in the asylum seekers that are fleeing from war-torn countries. But at the end of the day, if those people aren't paying towards these rooms, they're not going to care about them. So why would I want to stay around them? I'm going there for a relaxing time with my family, with my kids, and I just don't want these people around me. Interesting. What do you mean interesting? That's just interesting. You know, us Irish, the arrogance of a lot of Irish people that, oh, I don't want this and I don't want that one. How do you think the Spanish people feel when uh, all the Irish scumbags go over to, to Magaluf for the summer and stuff? Well, Jeremy, the difference, is, the difference is, Jeremy, mm. we're paying to go there and we pay to survive that whole week. Oh, sorry. Your, your, sorry your issue is that the asylum... If it's coming out of my pocket, I expect a bit of more upwardly maintained places. So hang on, your issue is not that they're, they're refugees. Your issue is that they're getting the the accommodation for free. Is that is that your issue? Well, I, Jeremy, if they pay for out of pockets, you think they'll maintain it better? Okay, so, okay, better. so you're begrudging people who are free fleeing war from other countries. You're begrudging them a roof. No, no, America. I'm begrudging people that are not looking after things when it's handed to them. And, then, and especially when it's not coming out of their own pockets and the taxpayer then has to pay for any damages that's accordingly. By, uh, by the way, he's not just talking about uh, refugees, he's also talking about uh, people who are being accommodated under homeless programmes. Yeah, I got that, yeah. Yep. Uh, Damien, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Damien? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, not a bother, thanks, Damien. What did you want to say on this? Well, I was just, there's a lot of things I'd like to say about it. You could go into a hotel, there are hotels where there's loads of people, you get the parents in, they're plastered, drunk in the bar, their children are running riot around the place. What's the difference? And that's a good question. That is a good question. What is the difference, Trevor? They're paying for drinks, they're paying for the hotels, they're paying for everything. I don't get what the question is. If you're there paying for it out of your own pocket, then you get to do whatever you want, except for cause damage to the place, because that will be charged to your credit card, bank card, whatever. So there's a big difference. The only difference is actually, sorry, uh, they're charged to go to public. It sounds like so they, can problem act, they can act the way they want. It's, your problem sounds to be the fact is just that, that they have to get it free when you have to pay for it. No, I don't mind paying for it, mate. You know why? Why? Because I work. I have a job. I maintain the business and I pay for everything I have and my family has. So don't get free hand out to the government. Don't want them. If there's refugees, now hold on a second. If there's refugees staying in the hotel, you make it sound like they're fucking running a riot. They're tearing. Have you seen some of these hotels in Dublin now, mate? They've gone from four star down to probably half a star. I wouldn't. I wouldn't stay in any of these hotels. That's my whole point. These are not places I would stay ever. Well, when you get there, you'd soon find out, wouldn't you? And you're, you seem to know so well, so why would you be going to the hotel in the first place? No, I'll be honest with you, mate. I booked a hotel only a year ago, 
And when I walked in, I walked straight back out. When I seen the amount of non-nationals in there and other people, and I just walked out. I was like, no. I didn't see more. The girl at the desk, oh, it's not my phone number. I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm not staying here. So if you go into a hotel in America and there's a crowd of foreign people, do you have the same problem? You know, your problem sounds to be just the fact that because somebody's getting something that you have to pay for, you've got a problem with it. No, when I walk into a hotel and I see it's been treated the same way and the same people acting the same way or anything like that, I just want to stay there. And uh, Jeremy, can I actually pull you up on something? Uh, sorry, mate. Uh, Jeremy, you said no, earlier no, if you no, walk into uh, a hotel and someone said there's guns there. Yeah, I'd want to know that question. No, I'm saying you have no right to ask any of these questions when you when you go into a hotel. Yeah, but that's a question making, I'd love to be able to ask. Hold on a second. You're making a huge assumption that they're actually doing something wrong in the hotel. The majority of the people that are staying in the hotel go in, they stay in the room, they do whatever, the same as any other guest the hotel would do. You know, You've obviously not gone to the hotels in Dublin, mate, that house and refugees. I have. I've seen a few of them and I just wouldn't stay in them. I know, I know. I'm speaking from experience. I'm not speaking off the top of my hat here. Let me ask you, Damien. Uh, Damien, what do you think? Am I. Okay, Damien, let me ask you. What do you think of the original message complaining bitterly about how his stay was ruined in a Dublin hotel uh, because of uh, refugees and asylum seekers? But that's not what his problem was. It wasn't oh the people that were in the hotel. His problem was that he wasn't getting good service. He said that the staff looked through other that were busy, that were, weren't able to do X, Y, and Z. If any hotel... So the service that he was paying for. No, but if any hotel's fully booked, it, it's going to be the same thing. The staff still have to cover the same amount of people. Yeah, but the amount of people, people paying should be a bit more priority. So you, you say, just leave them, don't don't feed them, don't do anything else? Well, at the end of the day, mate, when you're talking about hotels taking in certain groups of people, like certain groups of people have to leave the hotel between saying hours to pay them that are paying out. Why your that? argument doesn't make... Your argument's not making sense. If the hotel was full of... Mm-hmm. You're not. If the hotel was full of paying guests, the staff would be equally as busy. Your problem. Yeah, but you're not listening to me, mate. If you have a certain amount of guests that are there, or refugee status or homeless status, they're actually not actually able to be there during the day. So why is there people that are paying not? You're talking nonsense. Your problem is that you think that they shouldn't be getting the same service as you because they're not paying for it. You know, there are plenty. Take just, for example, Ukrainians. They're in there. They're doing the normal thing. They're sitting in the hotel like any other guest. They've been in for their meals like any other guest. If the hotel's full, the hotel's going to be busy. Their man's complaint originally was that because the hotel was so busy, the service wasn't good. That's a completely different argument. If the service wasn't good, he has a right to complain about it. But the problem wasn't caused because it was Ukrainians or whoever. The, the complaint was because that the standard of service wasn't good. Because they, they, because the hotel, because the hotel, yes, because the hotel is uh, part of the program. He said in his message that the staff. Uh, just couldn't be arsed because they they treated paying guests the same as asylum seekers in the hotel. That was that was his issue. There you go. His, his, his issue is something similar to that guy you have on there now. He, he thinks because he's paying that he's better than everybody else. No bollocks. No, mate, you're not. You're missing my whole point. If I'm, I'm paying, I'm going to treat the place. I'm going to treat the place a hell of a lot better. 
because if I cause any damage or anything like that, it's going to be charged to me. Where these others are there, if anything has happened between them, it's not them that gets charged. So they're not going to treat the place the same as me. So that's my issue. Okay, do me a favour. Stay on the line there for one second if you can, please. Our number is 085-825-2626. This is Keith. For all the listeners out there, can Adrian and Jeremy please explain to the public and name the war-torn countries that these people are coming from. One, Georgia, no war. Algeria, no war. And etc. So, can you continue and just let the people know what war-torn countries are they coming from? Voted Irish Current Affairs Podcast of the Year. It's Opinions Matter with Adrian and Jeremy. Oh, land of light shining bright, lighting up the winter night. Come visit Land of Light and experience the wonder of a forest walking trail, illuminated in all the colours of the rainbow, and around each bend, a new surprise for the eyes. Land of Light is at Belvedere House and Gardens, Mullingar. To book, go to landoflight.ie. Land of Light, opening Friday, November 10th. Opinions Matter. Opinions Matter. With Adrian Kennedy and Jeremy Dixon. A daily podcast from Ireland about opinions. Now, Eddie's a little bit angry with our Jeremy. Jeremy, will you stop talking bollocks? If you knew the hotel you were staying in for a weekend away was full of travellers all that time you were there, big groups of them, you wouldn't stay there. Get off your fucking high horse, will you? Mm. Okay, Eddie, thank you. Darren! Jeremy, I would love to have asked you this question. If you stay in a hotel or a refugee staying there, before this topic was discussed, I'd love to hear your opinion then, because part of me doesn't think you'd say, ah, no bother, I don't care who's there. Most of me thinks that you would care if asylum seekers were there and you were there. Oh, I'd love to know your opinion on that. Right, there you go, Jeremy. Two of them, um, Eddie and Angry White and Darren. Angry White Man against me. Yeah. Uh, the first one was saying, um, would I go to a hotel if I knew there was a traveller function or something like that? Was it at the weekend? Yep, yep. Would the travellers have functions in hotels? Um, my point is, my point is, uh, I wouldn't know. You would not know. But you would not be happy. Sorry, I, I've actually a hotel booked for two weeks' time uh, in Galway. Going away to Galway for a night, yeah? Uh, I don't know who else is staying in that hotel. So I'm going. So the answer to your question is clearly, I don't care. Uh, has anybody, anybody listening to this uh, podcast now ever, when ringing a hotel to book, said, no, I want to know uh, what type of people are sitting here. So here's the list I have now. Travellers. How many travellers have you got there? Okay. Okay. No, you're being, you're being no, ridiculous. No, I'm not being ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not being ridiculous. The point is, none of you ask who's going to be staying in the hotel, do they? Dave, you're on Opinions Matter. How are you, Dave? All right, folks. Well, Dave, should we have a right, and this is what that guy uh, in his message in the first place is calling for, should we have a right to know if a hotel is part of um, a programme to house asylum seekers and the homeless? Well, I'm surprised nobody else made this point yet. Um, these programmes are funded by taxpayer money, yes? Correct. So do we not have a right to know how our money is being spent, No. You have a right to know how it's being spent, but not specifically where. But sure, I mean, if that's the crack, then why do we have a budget every year? You know, why do we why do we have a budget that says we're going to allocate X amount of money to this, X amount of money to this? 
Um, one, of, one of the worries is that uh, if if there was, say, for example, a registered that told you uh, what hotels were part of this program and what weren't, um, it could lead to some of these far right groups staging protests outside specific hotels. Yeah, but to be fair, let's be honest. Okay, it's not exactly fucking hard to find out like which hotels are you know housing refugees and asylum seekers. I mean, could as far as Killarney, there's only forty percent of the hotels down there. You know, like I, I have issues with this stuff. Not necessarily like it's not the fault of refugees or asylum seekers. Uh, my problem is uh, hotels that are milking the state for serious money, and then when people try to book rooms there, they're gouging the fucking living daylights out of us. You know, like I personally couldn't care less if I went to a hotel and it was housing asylum seekers. But what would piss me off is if it's a hotel that's creaming serious money off the state, which is being funded by taxpayers. No, they're, and they're, then, they're not creaming the money. They're being given the money. That was a, uh, uh, for an agreed contract. Adrian, 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 come on. Have you seen some of the rates? They're, 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 they're charging, some of the hotels are charging rates. Right, a hotel over the road for me, it was going to shut down. Uh, but the state said, here, will you start housing refugees? I know people working on the grounds. They said they're getting double to triple what to be making at peak times from the states. And then when the state are like, oh, shit, we don't have anywhere still to put these uh, put these people, they're asking for even more money. And this is all taxpayer money. And also remember, we just had a summer there where a massive amount of our uh, hotel stock was completely taken out of the market. And that's going to have a massively detrimental effect on our economy going forward. Because people aren't going to say, well, I'm not going to go stay in uh, Ireland because I'm not paying the 1,000 euros for a hotel for fucking three nights when the weather is shit. And I, uh, there's also... A lot of hotels had um, they had cancelled bookings for people as well who had been coming over from the likes of like America and Europe and stuff. And my problem isn't with the refugees or the asylum seekers. My uh, problem is from the fucking profiteer from some of the hotels. I mean, look at what the Radisson Blue did there uh, in Middleton the night that they had the floods. They, what they were trying to charge people for rooms. Yeah, but they dropped they dropped that because I went on to try and book uh, one of the hotels. They realised that they, they were again backlash and they dropped the price again back down. Yeah, but they say yeah, but hold on a second. No, they but still, they still know, tried it all. But sorry, hang on, Dave. That's is, this yeah, is, that, this is, that's business. Yeah, that, that is business. In Dave. the same way, the weekend if, if, there's, a week, if there's a weekend where Bruce Springsteen is playing uh, in Crow Park, the hotels anywhere near Crow Park are going to be charging triple the price. That's capitalism. That's yeah, I know. No, 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 no. I know. I like they're well within their rights to do it. But people should also know which ones are profiting the most out of it and which ones are gouging the most out. Of it. Okay, so it's, uh, do you believe we should be able to get a register uh, to tell us which hotel? Hotels are part of this program and which aren't. Yeah, I think you should. If it's being funded by your taxpayer money, yeah, definitely. You should okay. know where your money is being spent. All right, uh, Keith, same question to you. Do we have a right to know what hotels are a, a part of a, a housing asylum seekers or the homeless? Of course, because most of them come in and are undocumented. And if you're going for a weekend away and you go into a hotel and somebody is probably had to get now prisoners a cycle and they turn on you, uh, it could have been avoided at the hotel. Said, well, excuse me, we house a firm seeker here too. Okay, so the bottom line is you believe that um, you should be entitled to know what hotels are part of the project or the uh, programme housing asylum seekers and refugees. Of course. Like, I don't know if you're about the hotel in the UK that was filmed with all the AK-47s that 
that's been snuck in, brought in through light aircraft. And there was a whistleblower who brought this out. And then the raid happened. They found the guns. They found the small arms. And none of the media put it out there. Okay, so yes is the answer to the question. Back to our original message. We have a right to know yeah. which hotels are part so, of, of uh, housing asylum seekers and refugees. Will that not lead? 100%. Will that not lead then to uh, something we've seen before and protests being held outside these places? Well, look, during the lockdown, they had this plan saying that they would save the tourist industry. This was their plan all along. You know, they were bringing these people in here. So if the hotel gets shut down and they lose their business, it's their own fault. They've done it. They, did you know what? They accepted this. They brought it in and now they're crying because they're afraid that their hotels are going to be closed down. No, it's not that. They brought it on themselves. No, but Keith, a hotel is a business and they want their rooms at full occupancy uh, all time of year. So, I mean, when was the last time you stayed in a hotel in Ireland? Um... Uh, I went up to see the, the hotel profit up in Mullingar about two months ago. Okay, so you stayed maybe once in a hotel in Ireland this year, yeah? Yeah. So, okay, so the point I'm trying to make is, the ho- and same as myself, hotels are not going to survive on your money and they're not going to survive on, on, on my money, so they'll have to get money f- wherever they are. So don't be complaining about a room being filled with an asylum seeker. You don't even want to stay in the hotel, so it should make no difference to you. But, Jeremy, if you were going to take a hotel and he says, look, we've no hotels available here, but you know what we've a nice bed there in, on D-Wing in Mount Joy would you go in and take it well, what, are they comfortable beds I wonder <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I wouldn't imagine well, no, it'd be the same principle ok stay there for one second if you can please I want to just uh, bring in one or two more calls Neve, you're on Opinions Matter how are you Neve? hi how are you uh, good thanks Neve. and Neve, you work in a hotel mm-hmm. and what did, yeah, you want to, just, what did you want to say I just on think this? we could just ease up on the whole you know um, foreign bad Irish good believe me some Irish guests Paying, full paying guests, you wouldn't have them in your house. They're animals. You know, so, you know, we'd, we should just ease off on the whole propaganda that everyone paying for a room is perfect. They're not. They're far from it. You know, there can be just as many problems with fully paying guests. And we've seen many of it. We, we see it every day. Um, you know, personally, I wouldn't have an issue if somebody asked in our hotel, you know, is there... Um, people staying here because it gives people an option if they want if they want to stay okay, so, there, so if stay. you if you got a call from a, a, a somebody planning to stay in the hotel would you answer that question well obviously it would have to be if if we were allowed to answer the question but if we were allowed to answer the question i don't see why we shouldn't i honestly don't see why we shouldn't i mean it just gives people an option like everything else you know people ring up every day and say do you have a b and c we can say yes or we can say no and then it's their choice if they stay do you have a gym yes we do no we don't well I want a gym so I won't stay with you you know if people don't want to stay somewhere that is their choice okay but, but the, I the, think the guy who left the message in the first place um, is annoyed that he didn't have this information before he stayed in the hotel and um, he believes that he should have that right to find out whether or not the hotel is part of a program to house asylum seekers and refugees I, I don't see why. I, I think it's adding to this sort of problem that hotels aren't saying it. You know, if you if you ring somewhere up and you are just looking for information which will perhaps influence your stay, well, if, if a hotel isn't answering that, why aren't they answering it? And then people are thinking the hotel's hiding something when they're probably not. So probably 99.9% of the people who are staying there are probably perfectly well-behaved, perfectly nice people. I don't understand why 
why we have to have this veil of secrecy. It implies that there's an issue when there probably isn't. Mm. The reason so being, if anybody that rings up a hotel and asks that question, it's a loaded question. So anybody that rings up a hotel and says, is there asylum seekers staying there? Um, they're not ringing up because they want to socialise with these people and learn about their culture. And oh, stuff no, they're like. not. Of course they're the not. Re- the reason they're ringing up is because they're the likes of Keith and Trevor who won't step foot inside the hotel um, if there are asylum seekers staying there. Even though the hotel that Keith stayed in a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure there were asylum seekers staying there, Keith, but you just weren't aware of it because, like, did you ask? Well, you know, I could see the people who were staying. Normally, do you see them all hanging around outside? So you, yeah, you do know. You do. You would know, Jeremy. I mean, you'd know. You'd know that there there weren't any in our hotel. Do you know what I mean? You you just yeah. you would know because as somebody else said, and it's not this isn't to slag off these people, so don't take this the wrong way. But they have nothing to do all day long. It's not their fault. So some hotels don't even allow them to use all the facilities. So they don't have access to go to the pool. They don't have access to go to the gym. If there's a cinema in the hotel, um, they don't have access to use that. So what else do they have to do? Okay, so, so you're stand saying around? you're saying that hotels like the hotel that I read rang earlier on, refusing to answer the question uh, as to whether or not there were asylum seekers or refugees or homeless in the hotel, you think that's adding to the problem? I do. I don't understand why they won't, they just won't say. I mean, what's the problem in saying? I mean, all you're doing, that it be like me ringing up and saying, have you got a gym? No. Well, then I'm sorry, I'd like a gym, so I won't stay there. If somebody really doesn't like asylum seekers, well, then good, don't have them in the hotel. So maybe they should know so that when they won't turn up and cause you know start calling people names because you will there are bad people in this country too that will go purely and cause issue because they're sharing a restaurant with an asylum seeker Mm. so just let people know so that you can keep out the people that don't want to be there and the people that are happy to be there can go and enjoy their stay I just don't get the veil of secrecy I just think it's making people think there's more of an issue what are they hiding you're making a very valid point uh, Jeremy and I mean you heard when I rang that hotel earlier on they point blank refused to answer the question for me um, now well, in he, was, uh, he was arguing privacy and all that well he was just a fella answering the phone no, I, am, I know that but uh, Neil, yeah he was told yeah, yeah he was told yeah he was um, but, but again he kept, he kept asking Adrian he was like why do you want to know why do you want to know and I said because a friend of mine which is the guy who had the message has just stayed in your hotel and said it was horrible so anyway, oh. <laughs> yeah. anyway, maybe that's it <laughs> good to talk to you as always Neve. thanks very much indeed let me uh, squeeze in one final whatsapp voice note from uh, Billy. Adrian, that chap is right about the taxpayers. Well, well, we have a right. The taxpayers are losing millions and millions. We're paying millions and millions for all this shit. And what about the uh, what about tourism? We're losing billions. There's no hotel rooms for people. How much did we lose last year in tourism? We lost billions. We're spending millions and we're losing billions. And people are losing their livelihoods, pubs, restaurants, everything closing down. Would you not address that? I think it's about time you address that. Why not put the uh, uh, refugees? Uh, Crow Park's not being used now until May. Put about fucking 500 tents on the pitch. Same in the Viva, same in uh, Daily Mount Park. Talca Park, house them there. Huh? Hotel rooms are unavailable for international guests. We're, lo- uh, we're paying millions for the hotel accommodation and we're losing billions in lost revenue. Billy's angry, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Uh, by the way, Billy, as you were having your, your mad rant there, I was looking up, there's loads of hotel availability. Yeah, but uh, during the middle of summer there wasn't. 
It was that's, very, very difficult to get a hotel sorry, in Dublin during the summer. That's every city. No, no, no. Yes, it is. It's, it, the problem is added to by the fact that a lot of hotels are uh, housing uh, asylum seekers. Can they turn it down? Yeah, right. they, of course they can turn it down. So why aren't they then? Because it's guaranteed income. That's why some of them aren't. Anyway, thank you very much indeed for listening to this latest Opinions Matter podcast with Adrian and Jeremy. If you enjoyed uh, this episode, please share it onto your social media channels and let others know that we do this every single day. And one final thing, thank you very much indeed to all of you for making October 2023 the biggest month ever for listenership on the Opinions Matter podcast. The biggest month ever. Ever. Since we started. Did you give um, out the number? Two and a half years. I listen to you. I switched off. Did you give out the number? <laughs> it was no. loads. Two, loads. 280,000. There you go. Thank you for listening. And we'll catch you on the next Opinions Matter. <laughs> <laughs>